This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, listener. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your hostess, Lisa Carpenter, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. Uh, I am currently sitting outside of my home on a patch of grass in my quiet, beautiful neighborhood. I don't know about you, but one of the joys that I love about working from home is how peaceful it is during the week when most people are off at their nine to fives. And uh, I just, I love the vibe of my neighborhood. And today is actually a really special day in my life because I'm recording this on June 17th and it's my little Jake's 10 years. He is officially one full decade old, which is absolutely mind-blowing for me, and I'm sure if you're a parent as well, you've probably caught your breath many times thinking like, wow, how did we get here? I mean, still, when I've got my 21-year-old sitting on the couch and my 19-year-old, I'm like, wow. And I love my kids' birthdays uh, because I love, one, celebrating them and, you know, witnessing them grow and evolve. But it's also so fascinating for me to just remember where I was 10 years ago and what was happening in my life. I mean, I couldn't have imagined where I was today versus where I was 10 years ago as a business owner, um, as a partner, as a mom. You know, it has really has been in this past decade that my life has completely transformed and I'm, I'm so grateful for all of it. So as I'm reflecting on all of this, I was thinking about, you know, what topic could I come on here and really dive into today and uh, support you in your growth? And I was thinking about a very subtle but toxic way that you undermined your own growth. And uh, I'm going to share what that is. And this was really inspired by one of my amazing clients. And I work with clients around the globe. And, you know, if you're like most of my clients, you follow me on Instagram. Instagram stories is really kind of a quick and easy venue for me to pop in little tidbits of my life. And they're not necessarily coachy. I just share, you know, kind of the ins and outs of my of my life. And I, I love doing that. I love giving you guys a real life glimpse behind the scenes. And as you know, or you maybe, maybe you don't know, but I am about eight weeks out now from my WBFF debut in Las Vegas for the Worlds. This is a, you know, we'll call it a bodybuilding competition, but it's really glamour and fitness. And this was a, a show I wanted to do last year in LA, but 
you know, I don't need to tell you COVID kind of thwarted that plan. So this has been a goal that I've been working towards now for two and a half years. I think it's been like two and a half years since I hired my coach. I think I hired her in 2018. Yeah, I think I hired her in 2018, I believe. So here we are. I'm horrible with dates. I don't know about you, but I am just so horrible with dates. So here we are, 2021, eight weeks out from stage. And one of the most challenging parts for me, and I encountered this last time I was getting ready to compete, was really embracing my feminine side and embracing being that diva, that woman who just owns every part of herself. And I know many of you see me as like this confident, uh, powerful, you know, empowered woman, right? Who just has her shit together. And that is not true. (laughs) That is not true. So I had posted me practicing my posing, which takes a lot of thought to be able to hit those poses, hold them properly, you know, be really in your body and present, um, you know, figure out what you're doing with your arms, which way your feet needs to be turned. If you've never modeled before, it's so hard. I get more sore from modeling than oftentimes I do for my workouts, but this is part of it. There's no point going up on stage if I'm not going to be willing to showcase the work that I've put in and to really step into, you know, my alter ego. And I'm going to talk about her more on future episodes, but really embody that. So I was posting on my Instagram stories how it just, it was still feeling really awkward and uncomfortable. My dear client called me out on it and she's like, you know, I get what you're saying. She's like, but this is how I see you. And what would happen if you started telling yourself that you are that sexy diva and you're an amazing model? She's like, because this is how I see you. And I really appreciated the feedback because you know what? She's right. Number one, she's right. I get to determine the stories I'm going to tell myself. But here's the thing. It is so important for me to share the realness behind this journey for me with you. Because if you think that I just go out and do everything with ease and I dismiss the stories and I don't get into imposter syndrome and I don't have my own shit I'm dealing with, I'm really doing you a disservice because it's not the truth. And it's so easy to go on social media and pretend to be something we're not. And I really pride myself on showing up and being 100% real with who I am, what I'm thinking, what I believe, just really, you know, it's such a buzzword, but speaking my truth, so coachy, Uh, speaking my truth, but really being authentic to who I am because I spent so much of my life hiding who I really was, trying to fit in, trying to just be liked. You know, I've spoken about it on previous episodes, you know, going along to get along and I'm just not available for that anymore. So it's really important for me that I share that, you know what, this is feeling awkward, but Mark my words, when I hit that stage in Vegas, which I will, I am going to show up as the badass that I know I am. I'm going to march down that runway like I am RuPaul and I own the world. And ironically, I've been watching, I really use Drag Race and all the different iterations of Drag Race as a way of inspiring me. One, because if a man can come out looking like that, walk in a stage in heels and just owning who he is, 
I am sure that I can do it. And I just watched Celebrity Drag Race. And I thought it was amazing to watch women transform into drag queens and what came out of them. Because I am not alone in this. We have so many stories that we've been told about our bodies, our sexuality, just what it means to be a woman, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And learning to work my range, you know, being a coach that can be like on the ground with my clients and in the muck of all of the stuff that comes with transformation and these hard conversations. And also owning the other side of me that is, you know, that really does have this sexy, feminine, diva, let's go out and have fun. And the truth is, at the end of the day, I'm not creating world peace when I get on stage. I'm just going out and having fun, breaking out of my normal routine and just like living my best life. And you've probably heard me say before that I'm not here to lead an ordinary life. I'm here for the extraordinary experiences available to me. And I really want to embrace every single moment of that. And I want to encourage you to do the same. So looping back to how I see so many women uh, keeping themselves small and keeping themselves stuck, how they're secretly and unknowingly sabotaging themselves. And it's this. It's believing that the people that you admire or look up to, whether they're coaches or mentors or colleagues or friends, that they're better than you or that they have it figured out and that there's something wrong with you. So using these people in your life as a measuring stick and then using that measuring stick to beat yourself up. And where I am in my journey versus where you are in your journey, they can't be measured against each other because we're each here having our own unique experience. I'm not further ahead. You're not behind. I'm not up here. You're not down there. We are simply humans having our own human experience. So yes, do I have a lot of wisdom and a lot of years under my belt and perspective that I can support my clients with? Absolutely. So in that sense, I'm a few steps ahead of where you might be. But that still doesn't make me better. So if you're using my journey or anybody else's to make you feel like you're not good enough, you're not there yet, what's wrong with you? I want you to explore what that's costing you. Because when we measure against other people, what we're perpetuating in ourselves is feelings of shame. And feelings of shame will keep us trapped in addictive behaviors because it really tells us shame is the anchor for the I'm not good enough story. Shame is the anchor for the I'm not good enough story. And so many of the women I work with, and I would guess almost every single one of you listening struggles with low self-worth and low self-esteem, and you may not even realize it. That's the irony, right? Often the problem we think we have is not the problem we actually have. But if you look around at your life and you're constantly getting caught up in comparisonitis, trying to make things perfect, controlling all the things, constantly stuck in overdoing, numbing out on social media, obsessing over your weight, constantly in this diet cycle, caretaking everybody around you to the point that there's nothing left for you and then feeling resentful about it, an inability to receive a compliment or receive anything from anyone because, you know, you're more comfortable giving. 
These are all, these are all indications of low self-worth. So let that sink in for a minute. How you show up in the world, your relationship with your body, your relationship with other people, your relationship with money, your relationship with your business, all of these things show you how you think and feel about yourself. But as long as you put your focus on what you think is the problem, oh, well, I can't do that because she already does X, Y, and Z, or I'm not good enough for this, or the reason I don't have this in my life is because of X, Y, and Z. As long as you keep yourself attached to your circumstances being the reason why you don't have the life you want, nothing will change because you're not looking. You're not looking at the right problem. And we can't fix a problem that we don't have, right? So what I mean by that is you can't fix your problem around your weight if that's not actually what's causing your weight. Your weight is simply a symptom. So a great place to start is looking at how hard you are being on yourself in comparison to where other people are and take everybody off the damn pedestal. I didn't ask you to put me there. I don't particularly like being there. So be inspired by me. Take action because of the things I say. Like, you know, if something I say resonates with you and gives you the kick up the butt to get in motion or book your call with me because you're like, I am over this. I am ready for something different. Great. But don't listen to these episodes and then think, oh my God, Lisa's got her shit together and I'm never going to be where she's at. She's just got, she's too this and she's too that. And she's got this and that and I can never be that. You don't want to be me any more than I want to be you. You want to be the best you that you can be. I'm here to stand shoulder to shoulder with you in this transformation. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen but it means taking responsibility for how you want to think and feel about yourself. And when you look at other people and you compare yourself, you come back home and say, wait a minute, I can't measure myself against that. That's like asking a fish to measure itself against a bird. <laughs> is a bird better because it can fly? Or is a fish better because it can swim? It doesn't matter. Take people off of those pedestals. Realize we're all in this together. You can create whatever you want in your life when you make that commitment to be the best for you and it's just you versus you. So thank you for tuning into this episode. I am going to be sharing more about my chronicles to get up on stage along with all the other stuff I talk about. I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you are wanting to make sure that you know when I've got new programs coming out, which it looks like now is going to be in the fall Make sure you get on my newsletter list. It's lisacarpenter.ca forward slash sign up. If you're interested in booking a transformational call with me, those are available on my website, lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WWM. My goodness, you would think I'd know my links by now. They will all be noted in the show links though. So until next episode, take good care of you. Remember, it's your responsibility to make you a priority. Stop focusing on what others are doing to care for themselves. Put your focus back on you. I want you to be really honest with yourself. When do you give your body attention? 
Is it only when you're criticizing it, fighting with it, trying to lose weight? Or maybe it's when you're standing in front of a mirror and wishing it were different. I know that if you're like most women, you struggle with how your body looks and feels. I also know that for most of the women that I work with, the idea of loving their body is foreign. And yet they're sick of the endless cycle of dieting and gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight and losing weight. And they keep waiting for the perfect time to make serious changes. However, that perfect time never seems to come. Maybe you can relate. Does this sound familiar? Because if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably realized that losing weight isn't going to solve all your problems. It's not going to make you feel good in your body, and it's not gonna open the door to a new and better life. As I like to say, no unicorn is gonna walk by and no glitter is going to fall from the sky. Listen, if you wanna change your body and your relationship with it, and as a result, your life will change. Only you can take responsibility for that change and only you can step into knowing that the right time is never coming. It has to be today. I say this with compassion, but you can't keep blaming other people or your circumstances for how you're feeling about yourself and your body. Life is always going to life. It's time for you to uncover the stories that are holding you back and change the behaviors that aren't serving you. I know this path doesn't feel easy and I want to help you because I know this process, this inside out process can lead to true transformation. I've created a three three-day program called Weight Loss From Within. Inside, you'll explore self-guided journal prompts that will help you begin to shed the subconscious beliefs that have been holding you back from what you truly want for your body, your life, and the relationship you're having with yourself. Once you finish the three days, you'll have more clarity than ever on the stories that have been driving your behaviors. And you'll have the opportunity to go even deeper with the full version of Weight Loss From Within. I'm not going to ask if you're interested. I'm going to ask if you're ready. And I know that you are ready for lasting change and the chance to truly love your body. I invite you to join this three-day free training, Weight Loss From Within, and you can grab it by just heading over to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash three days and you can get started today.